Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. (laughs) Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant shortly as uh, we wrap up uh, the Miami Dolphins' uh, just disastrous road trip. Uh, and uh, it just seems like you know the games just uh, get more uh, problematic as they go along, but. Uh, needless to say, the Dolphins fall to eight and six. To the Buffalo Bills, they lose thirty-two to twenty-nine up in Buffalo. Um, what really is, honestly, one of the most—I don't know if exciting is the word. I guess it is the word uh, if your team is winning. But um, just really a, a magnificent slate of football games all week long. Um, you know, uh, yesterday would. The comebacks, the dramatics, and, and of course, the Saturday night slate uh, topped by the Dolphins, you know, Buffalo primetime game there. So, um, you know, we we will see uh, as far as, um, you know, where this all plays out. Uh, But as far as the Dolphins and Buffalo, um, you know, it was a game that certainly lived up to the hype and a game that, you know, the Miami Dolphins were not only in, but – you know, uh, pretty much, um, I thought in control for a long time. So let me give you the stat line here. Uh, two was 17 for 30, 234 yards. He throws two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, and it played a lot more of the two that we've known to expect, uh, after those last two games before that. Um, so that was promising, uh, rushing wise, uh, Raheem Mostert had, uh, 17 rushes for 136 yards. Um, and you know probably the best game that he's played as a Miami Dolphin, and the running game was certainly uh, you know on par. Uh, Ahmad um, behind him six for 43, and he did have the touchdown. Receiving wise, Waddle back in the mix three for 114. He had the touchdown, and we got to see the Waddle dance, uh, which we had not seen for a while. So it was nice to see that as well. Uh, Tyree Kill nine for 69. He had the the long one uh, that amounted to a touchdown. And then uh, uh, you had uh, sack-wise, um, you had Jalen Phillips, of course, with the, the huge play uh, near the end of the game uh, where he sacks and gets the fumble. And, uh, you know, that should have been – that really should have been the turning point and, and now in the coffin for the Dolphins, which we'll go into. And then uh, Zach Sealer also had a, a sack. So those two get credited for that. And then um, – on the other side, Josh Allen, 25 for 40, 304 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Very strong game from him. And then uh, rushing-wise, the leading rusher of the Buffalo Bills, also Josh Allen, 10 for 77. So you can put those two uh, together and you get a pretty big storyline there. Devin Singletary was the second leading rusher for them, 13 for 42. And uh, receiving-wise, Dawson Knox, 6 for 98 with a touchdown. And Stefan Diggs, uh, 5 for 60. So certainly, you know, uh, you, you look at that and, 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 you know, the Dolphins' defense certainly did what it had to do, uh, you know, as far as uh, not allowing the, the passing game to, to dominate. Um, but uh, as we know, um, it was a very simple uh, equation of – uh, not being able to uh, stop third downs, uh, and that ultimately, uh, you know, led to their demise. So, um, 
you know, without further ado, Rich, I would say this. I, I mean, were you surprised, or I, I don't know if surprised is the right word, but how surprised were you today to see um, the Mike McDaniel absolute, you know, um, uh, unraveling of criticism uh, all over the place towards him today? I mean, that was you know, a little bit unexpected, right, that he would get as much as he, he got, uh, you know, destroyed today. I mean, it was, it was pretty harsh. You know, I, I think going for two was a huge mistake for him. And, you know, I've heard that mentioned a few times, and we said it when it happened, that that was a huge momentum swing. I think it's ridiculous to go for two when when you don't need it at the point, when it's not, like, crucial. Because, look, we would have been up by two scores. We could have won the game if we just kicked the extra points, you know? I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's, a, that's a huge thing. Yeah, but going for two certainly was a big mistake. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't understand why you know the analytics say to do that when you don't need to. It's just I don't think they do. I, I don't think they do. I know? mean, the analytics. No. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I think the analytics will say when you should go I, for and they, two, but and they time-wise, they, they no. claim the analytics says like in the second half you go for it to accumulate yeah. as many points as you can when you're going yeah, to I, ride, which I don't. I'm buy. surprised. I don't buy it. Yeah, I don't think so. I agree. I mean, I think that. The number-wise there says to go for two, but not in that time of the game. I never think you chase in the third quarter. There's no, no reason to do that. You're really not getting anything if you're not putting yourself, you know, if, you, you know, if you're third quarter and you're going for something that's going to bring you down to a one possession or something if, you, you know, you're behind, I can see. But, you know, I, I, I just don't understand why you chase uh, to tie the game there. I think it's a big mistake. And I'd be very surprised, you know, um, uh, what analytics say that and where they're coming from, I'm sure it, it does exist, but I, you know, a lot of those things yeah, seem ridiculous I, I don't like anyway. That, and I got a big problem when we're, when we're on the goal line uh, of his play selection, so I don't like it. I, I don't understand with a team with 19 tight ends, we don't use any of them. I don't understand that. Being an offensive guru, you have a talent like Gasecki and you don't use it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the agenda is there, but it, I mean, okay, I even if he can't block, use him as another receiver. Then it, it just seems to me it's it's really stupid not to use a guy with that kind of talent. And you know, we haven't Smythe hasn't even really been in the game plan either. Now, why at the goal line wouldn't you be using the your big tight ends? You know, to score touchdowns. It doesn't really make any sense to me. You know, the running up the middle thing is getting old real quick. And, you know, well, big, I, I think he got criticized, too, a lot for not running as much in the second half. But I think the Bills kind of took that away from us. They backed, stacked the box, and they dared him to pass. Why were we doing screen passes? I, can, I can't explain that to you. You know, that stupid screen pass thing is, is ridiculous. But, right. So but I think th that's why he was getting criticized, and that's, that's my criticism of him. Two, two, yeah, which is pretty spot on. The two... Two primary criticisms that he took today is, uh, uh, A, like you said, obviously not running the ball in the second half when it was so dominating for so much of that. But more importantly, on third and one and third and short and the third downs, uh, you know, not running and, and like you said, and the play calls there just seemed absurd, uh, you know, um, basically passing, you know, behind the line of scrimmage to Tyreek Hill on one where you were lucky the ball wasn't picked off. I mean, that's how covered he was. So, you know, I think there's – a lot of criticism that, you know, is, is maybe uh, warranted as far as that goes with his play calling on the third downs and short, which there was a lot of them, which could have been game changers. And it seemed like, um, you know, uh, the passing uh, attack was, was really shut down on them. And, and uh, a running game that, yeah, I understand they were stocking the box to a degree, but it seemed like they didn't even attempt on a lot of no, them. So that's, yeah, that's a huge criticism of him. And the second one, which, uh, you know, is, is, is basically uh, Braylon Sanders, who ironically 
we talked about, you brought up before the game how they activated him and, uh, you know, and, and basically activated him uh, over uh, Eric Azunkama, uh, right? They activated him over yeah. him. And, and here's the thing. The bottom line is he keeps running, and that's a touchdown. They had him open. They had the play. Yeah. And – you know, he comes back for the ball, which <laughs> sails over his head and would have been in stride for a touchdown. And the question is, why is he in that role where, you know, that's the play that you designed? Obviously, that's not a mistake. I mean, McDaniel d- designed that play, and it worked. It, it popped. Tua saw it. He throws it, and for some reason, which I don't know why, he ran back towards the corner and yeah. pushed them off. It was like a center fielder running in instead of running out. Yeah, it was very Yeah, strange. it was very strange, and that, that ultimately, you know, was a huge, huge play in this game um, that, you know, really uh, um, it changed everything. I mean, it really did, you know. Uh, and so, you know, with, with, with that in mind, I mean, you, you have – the, the, the Dolphins playing uh, a game, and to be honest with you, my take is that the Miami Dolphins were had an opportunity to do something that no other Dolphin team has ever done, and that is to play a big game against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo that would determine the season. And you say, well, Pat, how can you say that? The Dolphins went, you know, undefeated in '72. And Marine, but the Buffalo Bills weren't good. And when they were good yeah. during the Marino era, there was plenty of opportunities in big games. I can spot off three, four of them, including one, you know, in the snow, uh, uh, you know, before the playoff snow game. And they always came up short in these games. Well, the Miami Dolphins didn't come up short. They, in fact, should have won this game. They, they did what they had to do. They had this game won. And they let that slip away. And you can take that as a positive that, hey, this team is, 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 is in, you know, uh, uh, uncharted territory where no Dolphin team has ever been this close to doing that. And I told you earlier, Rich, I gave you the guarantee. If they won these three division games, they would win the division. Unfortunately, they didn't come out with the victory here. And now they're not going to win the division. This division is the Buffalo Bills. It's done. It was lost yeah. last night. It's over two nights ago. It's over. And and uh, and now you can say, well, hey, they're good enough that you know we're fighting in that position now. But ultimately, it still comes down to you didn't get it done, which is a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. It was a big opportunity lost yesterday, and it doesn't help that you lost three in a row now. Where you know we went from this two seed in the league to you know clinging on with our fingernails to the last playoff spot. You know, in three weeks, which isn't good. You know, no. really no room for error anymore. Yeah, and it changed the whole complexion. And let me just say this. In a game that the Dolphins, certainly their defense struggled, you know, when it needed to on third downs and crunch time. It certainly struggled, and it was not able to, to make up again for, you know, a, a stagnant offense and crunch time. But let me just say, the Miami Dolphins' defense, and specifically Jalen Phillips, got the big play, Rich. They got the big play when they needed it most. They got the strip fumble sack. That should have been the end of the game. And again, yeah. they could not punch it in. They could The, the, the potent Dolphin offense, when you needed it yeah. the most, could not no. end the game. That should have been it. Should have been game over after that. They should yeah. And, and our, our dopey defense too, you, you know. Obviously, the third down thing, but we, you know, we made it. We made an average tight end look like Keller Winslow yesterday. I, and it was disgusting how open how open he was and how dominant he was against us. It's ridiculous. You can't have Knox do that to you. That just is disgusting. You know, if it's Kittle, if it's you know, if it's Kelsey, I can live with it. I can't live with Knox beating me, me like that. You know. The guy's nothing. Yeah, I mean, That's you know, I, listen, I, I, I understand what you're saying um, as far as that goes. I, I think that you're underestimating him a little bit. I think he's better than you're he's making average, him out to average, be. I, I think he's a little bit above average. average. What, what yeah, I think he's 100 a, yards in the game. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I I get where you're coming from with that. I just think that, uh, you know, when it you look just at hundred yards, it was big hundred yards. Every one of them was a crusher that we we had got off yeah. the field. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like you know, he he was in a position where uh, you know he he just basically. Um, seemed wide open in key in key times, you know. I understand yeah, I that. Mind, and I don't mind, you know, getting dominated by a real good tight end, but for yeah. somebody like that guy, that's just ridiculous, ridiculous to allow somebody like that to be like that. It's just inexcusable. I, yeah, I think more in that situation, it's it's almost like, uh, you know, uh, kind of like the matchup, right? Like you, you just have have him, uh, you know, a, a defense that's just allowing him to go where he's supposed to go, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, uh, yeah I agree. I mean, it, it's Dawson I mean, Knox. It's, it's, he was on his knees he completes the pass. I mean, it, just, it was just crazy yeah. to watch that. Yeah, I mean, it was. He had his yeah. best game of the, of, of the year. There's no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it's the kind of thing where, you know, you were able to shut down a lot of their they're big play guys, specifically Diggs, right? Anytime you have Diggs yep. to, uh, you know, for, for 60 yards on the day, uh, yeah. you know, he was, I mean, that's... He was complaining. All he was doing was barking at the coaches when they were winning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He wasn't getting the ball enough. So, so you know, he, we were in his head, too, you know? Yeah. And so to make, you know, and, and so to Knox, you know, to then be able to make up for that in big spots, you're right, is very aggravating. I mean, you know, I, 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 when, I, when I say I don't want you to make it like this guy is like a nobody who just shows up, he's a decent tight end, but he's certainly not a superstar tight end, like you said. Um, and it just seemed like, you know, they just weren't accounting for him. Not somebody to dominate you, that's my point, you know? No. No, and I mean I don't think he dominated. He had like 98 yards, but you're right. There were some. There was that one huge play, and and it seemed like at uh, at opportune times, he you know on third downs that uh, you know he was able to 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 really put a, a backbreaker in there. Um, and uh, you know, and one, one other thing I'll say, Rich, is that, you know as far as the Dolphin offense. Um, you know, and I understand the you know the criticism you know towards the defense. I get it. Don't believe me. I'm not taking them off the hook. It's just I think that the Dolphin offense. Uh, I said for weeks ago. I said what worries me about this team is it just seems like it's big play oriented, and big play oriented doesn't work in big games. It just doesn't. And you see that again when the Dolphins needed to have offense, they weren't able to generate anything. On every third down, they couldn't do anything. When they needed to get touchdowns after big plays, they couldn't do that. They had to settle for field goals. I think when they were up by 8-2, I think what I don't like about McDaniel, he never goes for the juggler vein, it seems. like He seems to like to go into the clock, kill the clock mode, instead of just going for it and just like, let's put this thing away. You know, I think he has that mentality of he's going to run the ball and kill the clock thing. And we don't really have that kind of team. Well, we certainly don't have that kind of team. Um, you know, a lot of the criticism, uh, listen, uh, you know, a, a lot of, uh, you know, that is a big part of being able to to do that when it matters, uh, you know, in crunch time, like you said, to, to kind of go for the jugular or put it away. They've had a couple opportunities uh, this year and have not been able to do it in any one of them, really. Um, and that's a concern. There's no doubt about it. That's a concern. And, we, you know, we said uh, Dolphin schedule, I mean, you can't make it up. I mean, we, we talked about it. I harped on it, how you had the easy low of the schedule, and then the big games, you know, were coming up, at, you know, the three road yeah, games, and, and boy, I mean, you, you know, it couldn't we have went any worse, but it literally I could mean, not have played out any worse than it really did, this was the worst scenario, all right, uh, a lot to talk about still, so uh, hold the thoughts, and we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. 
So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and The Legends Show. All episodes of The Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani, former linebacker with the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to The Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Getting born in the state of Mississippi, Papa was a copper and the mama was a hippie. In Alabama, she was swing a hammer. Like you gotta pay when you break the panorama. She never knew. Welcome back. Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat and Rich here. We'll take you up to the Monday night football game tonight, which is uh, the Rams and uh, and uh, Mayfield uh, going up against the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau. So, um, and it's really cold there. Uh, just a reminder, you can catch us uh, right on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store and uh, get delivered right to the phone. Just subscribe to us and uh, you get the latest episodes right there. You can send us any questions or comments. Pacatello Show at yahoo.com, and uh, you know I had said earlier that the exciting is I guess you have to say one of the more uh, exciting weeks of football. This one was bizarre. I mean, you you basically had uh, uh, the the largest comeback in the history of football take place uh, on Saturday as uh, uh, the Vikings come back from 33 points at halftime, 33 nothing to beat the Colts. So you had that, and then. Uh, the Patriots losing in bizarre fashion in the last seconds to the Raiders. Um, uh, just insane. And, you know, did you hear I, I guess. Did you hear yeah, reaction? Yes, yes, I did. Go ahead. They asked him if, uh, if he told them to take a knee when you got to that point because I didn't think I would have to. Yeah, which, you I mean, know. What it, do you think? You think you think like like the running back just saw an opening, so he pitched it back once, and then that guy was basically supposed to either take it to the house or just go down, right? I mean, him throwing it to Mac Jones was just uh, was insane. <laughs> no, I don't think any of that was designed at all. I think it was, no, I, it was, it was a handoff. It was those two guys. I think he was like, I think the second guy that got it was just as surprised as, as, uh, as everybody in the crowd that he got the ball. It was a broken know? play. It was a broken play. It was right. a handoff, yeah. and he figures that, yeah. you know, you're going to take the handoff. And, and, and for Belichick to act like he didn't know they were handing off, you know, it's also ridiculous. Yeah, I don't buy that at all. He knew they weren't taking a knee. You can blame that as all you want on Patricia, but he knew that you were taking, you weren't taking a knee. He figured they were going to hand off and let, let's see if we break one, or you know, if you get some kind of a penalty or something, uh, you know, that would then. What he did say was he didn't feel Mac Jones' arm was strong enough to throw the hail mary. That's what he said. Okay, so if that's the case, you know, then obviously if you're if you know that, Coach Belichick, then you're involved in this. 
right? <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're saying yeah, that you didn't yeah, think his arm was strong enough, obviously you're, you're involved in the play that you're calling, right? It's not a surprise to you. You figured you were going to be smart, you were going to hand off, and, and so there you have it. You, you did that, and, and you thought something good might happen, and then you had a guy that broke it all the way down to the 20-yard the line and figured he was going to lateral and, and get, you know, uh, a, a Miami miracle. And, and it didn't happen that way because the guy then turned around and threw it, you know, back and, you know, the rest is history. But, um, you know, but to try to take yourself off the hook there, I mean, no, it's not going to fly. I mean, that's the way it was drawn up. I don't think they drew it up to do those laterals. I know you do, but I don't think so. I think the first guy just did it on a whim, and then it just it just went downhill after that. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened, and and so you know, so so there you go. I mean, that was uh, you know, that was, you know, that was probably the highlight. That was probably the highlight of the weekend, I think. And yeah, uh, definitely up there. <laughs> you know, there. and uh, and you know, it's it's ironic because. You know, we, we, we talked about, you know, the biggest comeback. And, and, and listen, obviously, uh, you know, Matt Ryan, <laughs> you know, he's, he's involved in both of these, right? And it's a huge one. And, and uh, it's a strange thing because the one defense I will say is on that fourth and one, me and you have talked about it. It was ridiculous. I mean, he, he clearly rolled off and got the first down. Why that didn't count, I don't know. I've seen it a million times against us, and every time they roll off to get it. Yeah, look how they pushed. Look how they pushed to the end zone yesterday. It was like a two-minute scrum. Yeah. yeah. So I've never really seen. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I don't ne- know why I've never seen that. Football. Yeah, no, I've never seen right. that. And, and, you know, I'm going to go one step further. I was thinking about this today. I know you don't really like the guy, but regardless, take your personal feelings out of it. I don't know if you can make one play. I think there's a good chance. There's a good chance, I think, that this this comeback might cost, cost Matt Ryan the Hall of Fame. And I know when you I look at that, it's a – I swear I was thinking the same thing yesterday. And that, and, like, you know, and the fact that you have the worst comebacks against you, yeah, I think you're right. I don't. I mean, the 28th, all anyhow, you know, in I, your I, eyes, just but 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 credential wise, in your eyes, but there's a lot of guys that yeah. have busts and can't and that are not Hall of Famers in your eyes. But as far as credential wise, yeah. yeah but as far as Right, but as far as credential-wise and number-wise, and, and the MVP, he's got an MVP. You know, he went to the Super Bowl that year. He was twenty. I mean, there's a, he's got a lot. When you look at it, he's played a long time. He's got a lot of numbers. I think there's a good chance he he, he was you know Hall of Fame, and right. I, I really think that this now is going to really, really hurt him. Because like you said, the 28-3 over, now he's on the, uh, on the same thing, you know, and the largest of all time here. And, uh, and, and, I, and the reason why I brought this up is not to harp on him, just to go back to that play. You could almost say that one play, a, a quarterback sneak, where I think he got a first down that wasn't called, could actually be a deciding play in this man's 16-year career, 15, whatever he's played. This could be one yeah. play like that could determine this man's entire legacy, which is a little yeah, ridiculous. It, but it is, but you're right. It, yeah. That was a huge turning point. I mean, that was it. You know, if they get that, that was first it. down, they win the game. It's over. Yeah. First down yeah. there, it's over. But, but it shouldn't have come down to that because, you know, when you're up 33-3, 33 to nothing at halftime, you should be able to score eight points other than three to win the game. So There's no doubt. three points in the second half is, not, is inexcusable, you know? Yeah, no doubt about it. That. No doubt about yeah. it. And, of course, Cower and, and, and all the other uh, people now calling for Jeff Saturday's head. And the reason why this happened is because he's an inexperienced coach and has no business being there. I mean, I'm sure you've heard this now all over the place. They were waiting yeah. for this to happen, right? Yeah, they all like, can't wait. Yeah, because they look like fools the first couple of weeks, you know? So they have to jump on, you know, jump back on it, you know? If something happens like this, yeah, well, they were just know. salivating. It would have been better if he just lost thirty-six nothing. 
know what I mean? No. I don't know. No, and, and let me tell you something. And, and there's plenty of experienced coaches that have had the same problem holding leads. Exactly. For yeah, sure. I know it. I mean, yep. you know, it's it just – it's just one of those things. But yeah, the team's in that, too, let's be honest. I mean, it was in that before he took over. I mean, you know, he's gotten them to play a little bit better. Pollard's out for the year now, you know? Yeah, he's out for uh, the year. So who knows? Yeah, you know. But here's the thing, I'm, Rich. I'm, I'm, I'm not blaming him. It was a mess before he got there. It's still a mess, but it's. I think they're playing better since he's been there. They're playing a lot really better. Get... They're playing a lot better. Yeah. They won that game. I mean, they were, you know. They play. They they were playing a lot better, actually. You know, yeah, so this really changes things. But the reason why I had originally kind of harped on this a little bit is is at the break we were talking about McDaniel, and is it all related? Because obviously this is a Shanahan disciple, and that seems to be a knock. And of course Matt Ryan, to our, you know, is is. Uh, obviously a, a Shanahan disciple, if you like, but it just seems like, you know, uh, is there something to that, or is it all just happenstance? I don't know. I think, you know, who knows? Maybe it was. It is. I don't know. don't know. Because you've always said that you've always knocked Shanahan that he can't close games. And you're not the only he one. I mean, it's... No, no, he's got a history of that, you know? Yeah, you're not the only one. It's a knock on him. It's, there's no doubt no. about it. Yep. And, uh, you know. All he had to do was, you know, take a knee three times and let a guy, somebody kick a field goal, and Brady's got one less championship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, but you know what? Uh, as we're on this point, I want to bring this up because it's been bothering me a lot. I've seen more comebacks in the last year, two years, than I've ever seen. And they're not just little comebacks. They're insane comebacks. It seems like a 20-point lead is nothing in the fourth quarter anymore. Please tell me why. What is going on? You've seen it yesterday. I mean, even like Tampa had a 17-point lead that they wound up losing by 14. Like, well, what is going on? Why are these leads just so easy to overcome? I mean, we did it. Team did it today, just, this year. We did it. We did it to the Ravens. Yeah, I, I know. Right? It just seems that the way they, you know, made this more a more offensive game, and it just seems to me like it doesn't even matter if you don't have timeouts. It seems that you can just no. move down the field without any timeouts a lot easier than you used to. Which I don't know why. I can't explain it. I, I can't it put my finger on it either. There. But they can get in the field goal range so damn easy all, all the time. Now, is that because you can't cover guys the same way or something? I don't know. I don't know. Because I mean, I guess it has something games. to Well, you had those two games like, you know, last week we were talking about, you know, with Tampa Monday night and then the, then the Thursday night game where, yeah. you know, with the Rams and Baker Mayfield where the score was 16-3 yeah. in both games with four minutes to go. And the yeah. other team scores two touchdowns and wins 17-16 in two games back-to-back. And it was almost like if you saw that in a movie, you wouldn't believe it. No, exactly right. And the same Tampa team, the same Tampa team that did it, couldn't hold a 17-point halftime lead this this week. Uh, So I I don't get it. And I I brought it up. I've thrown it out, you know, to to my son Damon. and, 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 you know, and like you said, like, yeah, I know the offensive rules have changed, but... You know, they, uh, that's been for a little while now, and, and, and that's the same yep. offense that couldn't score a point in the first half with these rules. Yep. So I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. Um, and, you know, the time, the time clock doesn't even seem to come in effect, like you said, anymore with the timeouts. I mean, I remember back in, in you know, in all prime, of watching, you know, grow, growing up. I mean, literally, you know, he's down by he's down by eight points, you know, with seven minutes left. You're in a lot of trouble. So I, I don't get it. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't know why it is so um, exaggerated to the point where, you know, it, it's just you you see this all the time now. And I personally don't like it. I it just it, no, you know it, it, it reminds me. It's like the it's like the NFL's turned into the NBA to me. That that's what it's like to me. 
I mean, it's almost like you just could tune in to the fourth quarter in a lot of these games. You don't even have to watch any of it. And it seems like, you know, you have the same thing with, you know, uh, basically fouling and, and whatever it takes, and all of a sudden it's down to the last second. I don't, I, don't, I don't like it. I mean, I don't like to see a team dominate for, you know, three quarters of a game, and then, you know, it just it washes away that quickly. It kind of befundles me. Uh, and, and I know there's a lot of critiques that say that's something to do with betting and, and all that, and I don't know, Rich, does it? Is this all? I mean, I don't know. It's just very bizarre to me, like, though. Like the game with uh, the game, you know, with the lateral yesterday with Patriots. You know, there's like a, there's a gambling commission that investigates this now. Yeah, that investigates the play. Do you know that? No, I, I didn't know they, that. It doesn't surprise know. me. And yeah. yeah, they investigate this now. <laughs> that's what you have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 a strange one. You know that that that, that was a strange game. There, you know, there's no doubt about it. And uh, you know, and then like you said, you know, um, the, you're lucky also to watch, uh, you know, the, the the Jets and uh, you know Zach Wilson. You know, has another strong game. You know, he comes back and and plays one of his better games, and you got to sweat out a last second, you know, field goal. Um, but, you know, both of those teams, obviously. Was that ridiculous that they even got to field goal range? Wasn't that ridiculous? That's another one. Yeah, yeah I mean. That, that, you know, I still think that clock expired, too, that they gave him that. I think, I don't think he got down on time. Because there was no, nobody was yelling time out when he was down. And the other guy should have just laid on top of him. You know, there's no way they got that time out off there. You know? Well, I kept saying to myself, he catches the ball and he goes down. You know, they got four seconds left, and he's in field goal range. He caught it he and ran to, five he, yards he tries, back. He tries, yeah, he tries to go and run out of bounds and almost kills the clock. But he, I, he, I, he I thought a, he did kill the clock. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I guess yeah. But uh, yeah, either way, it, it's strange. It was a really strange week of football. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, all the way around, it just was. Uh, you know, the offense, in a sense, are lucky to just be hanging on where they're at. Um, you know, and they have. You uh, they have a tough schedule. I mean, they have Green Bay is their easy game on Christmas now, and and that's their easy game compared to the two division games they're still going to have to, to deal with. Um, and that's Green Bay. And, of course, they, they can lose to Green Bay, who's obviously – they're playing tonight now in Lambeau in a cold game. Um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's just a strange game because it's really cold. Baker Mayfield, you know, I, I don't know how that's going to play itself out. The, you know, if you're a Dolphin fan, I mean, you you want, you know, Green Bay to just to, to, to lose this game and just to come in wounded, uh, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just strange. I mean, the Dolphins are going to have to, you know, they're really going to have to start playing better football. This is not going to fall in their lap. It's not. I mean, just just the fact that you have to you have to go up to New England, and then you have to play the Jets the last game of the year. You know how that rolls. We've seen that many times, right? We've been on the losing end of that one. Yeah. So, so um, but you know, look, if we play our if we play well, we're better than those three teams. But you know, you you got to play you got to play better. You definitely got to play better on defense and. You know, you got to make some adjustments on offense when you need to. You can't just beat a one-trick pony. You know, that's it. Which, which has seemed to be uh, uh, be a really uh, difficult one, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, what do you think the toughest game is at, New England? The toughest game remaining? What do I think the toughest game remaining? Yeah, I like you said. I think we're better than all three teams. But I'm the most worried about that Jet game. But I think you're. I think we're better than all three. I mean, we should win I, all I three. Think, I think that is. A, you know what I think that is, though. Though Pat, I don't think that's the toughest game. I think that's your fear factor of losing to them would drive you absolutely nuts. Well, it would. It, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah. That's not the toughest game. You know. You think it's New England? They're they're on offense right now. The, the quarterback situation is not getting any better. If they bring White back, he's got bad ribs. And, and, you know, and Zach Wilson, I'm not worried about. You know, you should, yeah, I mean, a better quarterback. We're better than all three of those teams. 
There you go. That's Why is the New England one worry you so much? Just because it's a cold weather one, it's not home, you know? But, but I mean, you just played in one of the toughest places imaginable. No, I, I and until, and until well, you know how that is. It's, it's, I don't think we're going to blow them out to any extent, you know what I mean? I just, just you know, until I think you, until, until you, know, you cur- until, until, that, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. It doesn't. Yeah, I know. I know. But I, I look. We lost. I don't think we're going to lose to the Jets twice this year. So right. You know. Right. And I think we're better than they're going to. It just bothers me that like you know better than all three there. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. I mean, they're Yeah. Better than all three, you know. They they did handle yeah. like the, the the weather situation, like I said though, uh, out there. It was a you know it was a very cold game, and until you cursed it with the uh, snow coming in after they didn't get that, after they didn't <laughs> score, and then it, <laughs> you made your comment with the snow coming down. I knew we weren't getting out of there alive. So uh, you know, well, hopefully the other, they can rebuild. And I'll tell you something. We've given this guy a pass for the last three weeks, and I'm sick of it now. This sucks. Better wake the hell up. You know, yeah, that's you got hundred million. I mean, yeah. you know, you, this guy's got a well, you know? well, his name's his name's not Suggs. It's Brandon Chubb, and obviously we're gonna uh, that that's in the next Suggs, segment. Remember, well, <laughs> yeah. Suggs, yes, we will know? be talking about that as we come back. So hold that thought right after this. This is Paul Warfield, and you are listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Okay, welcome back, Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Yeah, Pat and Rich coming at you. For everybody uh, listening live, we'll take you right up to this Monday night game, which is about to start, and that's uh, the Rams uh, at Lambeau Field against the Green Bay Packers, who the Miami Dolphins will face next week on Christmas uh, Day. And, uh, you know, we had spoke uh, about this. You know, I know I did, and I thought that when they signed Bradley Chubb earlier, um, you know, I mean, you give that kind of contract before the man even plays it down, just kind of seemed ridiculous to me. And and obviously, you know, it's it's early in it, but um, the initial results are certainly not what we had wanted. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen today. Uh, they had, I think, they broke down film. I don't know if you've seen this, but because um, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, well Chubb's being double teamed, and, uh, and 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 he's actually not being double teamed. Uh, Phillips is the one who's being double teamed the majority of the time, and Chubb is not being double teamed. And then they say that he's, you know, still learning the defense, which he is. But for the most part, there's plenty of plays where. You know, it's yeah. just it's basically go, go pass rush. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part, yes, I, I agree. I mean, you know, you're not playing linebacker. You don't need to know that many, you know, schemes or what. I mean, uh, you know, you just I just... take a piece of meat on the quarterback's neck and go get it. 
<laughs> so what, what 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 I what I did here I did hear that they had set something up where uh, they put a chicken <laughs> he's gonna go chase the chicken. <laughs> oh man! So. We got Burgess Meredith as our new head coach. Absolutely. Well, we kid. If we couldn't kid, where would we be? Um, you know, I, I I don't know. I I think the talent. Listen, I think the talent on this defensive line. It, you know, should should be getting a lot more results than it is. I mean, you know, uh, I think Jalen Phillips is a heck of a ball player. I really like him, and I think the guy hustles every play, and he's always around the ball. And I think that uh, Christian Wilkins is, is is a talent. I mean, well, he's a talent. You know what I, was thinking too? I, I think because our linebackers are so inept, I think they drop back our pass rushers in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're dropping that's back a big in coverage. Yes, and I think that's yes. why you're not getting the. the yes, uh, I mean, the, the, you the think it, my, Yeah, my son's been harping on that for the last what month and a half. We've been hearing him yell. It's a huge problem. I, it really is. It really to, is. They have to. They have to well, drop back because our linebackers stink. Well, know? every time they drop back, it never works. It never works, and and uh, you got to get. Well, and and that, maybe, maybe, that, maybe it goes for a touchdown instead of going for 12 yards. Though, if they don't I don't know, Rich. I mean, you know, uh, we've seen – you've seen, uh, you know, I know. Roberts and, and, and <laughs> you know, Duke, I mean, get exposed big time, especially last game. Uh, I think that, you know, there is something to be said, you know, where, you know, scheme-wise or something, you got to free that up. because And I don't want to dismiss – you know, uh, somebody like, uh, you know, um, uh, Zach Sealer, because I think he's a good ball player too, you know, and, and, and Chubb should not be, he certainly shouldn't be the weak link. And I'm not saying that he is. I think that there's well, talent it, it, there. Here's, here's the other baffling thing that I don't know. Our second-round draft pick Tilden, the guy from Georgia, the linebacker, you know, he's number 42, okay? Right. Why is Channing? Let me just say it's Channing Channing Tindall. He's forty-one, but yeah, forty-one. Okay, forty-one. Right. Why is he just on special teams once in a while? If you're lucky, if you're lucky, I I got to be honest with you. There's more Loch Ness sightings than Channing Tindall this year. Yeah, but explain to me why he's not getting a chance when the linebackers are obviously the most inept part of our team. Yeah, I think it's a problem. I think that's been a problem, and obviously there's a lot of injuries. I mean, we've got injuries, so you can't dismiss that, right? I mean, there's definitely injuries to this team and this defense, big-time injuries, um, you know, with Brandon Jones going out and then the other Jones. and then, yeah, um, wise but, but it, like, you would think, like, you know. Nick Needham, Needham, Needham's a big part of that, though. Nick, Nick Needham's a big part of that. Why is this kid getting a chance to play? Yeah, I mean, that's the big question, right? He was drafted because the linebackers are not that good, and he was supposed to be this coup that was, uh, you know, brought in there. Like a a, a linebacker we haven't seen since 54. You said he was a second rounder. I thought they took him in the third round. I thought he was a third round pick. That was our first pick. No, it was a second round pick. I looked it up again today. It was a second round pick. It 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 was our first pick, but it was in the second round. Yeah, I think you're wrong on that. You looked that up today? I'm not. Yes. You looked that up? Because I think you're wrong on that. Yeah, I think it was a third-round pick. I'll do it again. I'll give you the exact number. He's always nice. Second-round pick. Do it again. I think you're rough on that. But uh, anyhow, regardless, while you look it up, he was supposed to fit in there, and he was supposed to be, you know, the guy who was really going to change this, you know, this linebacking crew. And like you said, it's struggling so much, but this guy doesn't even break in the lineup. So what's going on in, in practice, you know, that he's not able to do this? I mean, uh, is he not learning the defense? I, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I will say this. When I watched the game, there was plenty of times when uh, we saw, especially in this game, um, you know, we saw uh, guys like, uh, you know, the middle linebacking crew with Duke Riley just seemed like he was – he didn't know where he was supposed to go. It just seemed like yeah. he was like 
looking around, coming in, coming out. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I thought that that was um, a sign of, you know, maybe that Tyndall is not, not getting, you know, enough of the uh, playbook or, or whatever. Well, I mean, it, you're, you're, you're you absolutely know, right. He was a third-round pick, 102, but that was our first pick. We didn't have a second round. Right. Right? I, didn't think, I didn't think we had, right. didn't have a first and second rounder. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. That's why I yeah. Yeah, it was our first. Yeah. Pick. for some reason I thought it was a second round pick. But yeah, we didn't have you, a second round pick. you 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 we just said you know. Yeah, our draft picks this year was a three, a four, and two sevens. <laughs> yeah, you you actually you you just had a mindful because you did know that because we talked about that um, yeah. all in the during the draft. Remember how we would talk about that we we yeah. could we could go out and get, we could go out and you know whatever come back we don't have nothing going on until the third round. Yeah. So then you you actually brought that you know that joke up that so we didn't have anything going the, on until then. The third the third the hundred and second pick was our first pick. Chang yeah. Tindale, right? Yeah. We got, a, we got an A for that one. They gave us an, they gave us an A. No, that, 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 that can't still be an A, right? Hope, hope, hopefully, hopefully, he, hopefully, whoever gave the A, hopefully that person graduated and got the diploma. <laughs> Don't come back into the school or they might revoke it. Yeah, that, 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 Round four. Which, and now this is the other weird one that why this guy didn't play yesterday. Ezekiel Hama, you know the wide receiver of Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah. He was in the fourth. He was around four, and that, now we have a. He, they, we got a grade C on that. I think that's a little high now. <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, what's the one. reason you said round seven? You, round seven. This guy I think got cut. I don't know if he's even still there. Cameron Good, linebacker, Cal. Right. Right. And then your boy Skyler Thompson rounds it out, right? And Skyler Thompson, yeah. And he got a he's got a D minus. No. <laughs> he started and played. How can he be a D minus? <laughs> yeah. At least he made the team, yeah. No, there's there's no yeah. doubt about that. I, I did Cameron Good make the team? No, I don't think so. I haven't seen him on any depth charts. If he did it's practice well, but I haven't seen him on any depth charts at all. So if he, if he made it, you know, and I, I go through, I look at a depth chart every week. Um, and I haven't seen him on there, so I'm thinking he didn't. And here's the thing, too. Yeah, he's on, uh, the, you, yeah, he's, he's on there. On there as far he's as uh, active? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see no, he's a, he's practice squad, Rich. I watch this. I look at this every week. He's practice squad, I believe. Well, he has he's on the practice squad. He must be on the oh yeah, he might. He, yeah, he might have gotten in a game this year, but I think he's on the practice squad because I remember no, he, seeing he him. Not, he has not appeared on the field. He may have been dressed one game, you know, like Rudy. But he's a, he's on the practice squad though. He's on the practice yeah, squad. Okay. I've I've seen his name on the practice squad. I'm sure of it. So he he's still a Dolphin because I've seen him on the practice squad roster. So he he is there. But um, so okay. what is the reason you said you've seen you with a. Uh, uh, as a comma, you've seen why? Like what? I told you I thought it was a special teams thing, which it still might be. I mean, that's the only thing I could figure. Why Braylon Sanders gets activated at the eleventh hour? I'm thinking it's a it's a it's a special teams thing that uh, as a comma doesn't play. But you know what? What's the reason? I I couldn't tell you. I don't know. What oh, you don't know? Oh, I thought you seen some. I, I, oh, okay. No, I do not know. No, I have no idea. I mean. Is it that the guy can't, you know, learn the playbook? He's a rookie. I don't know. I don't know what his thing is. Maybe they don't like the way he runs pass patterns. Who knows? But that's it not just a good sign when they're bringing somebody from the practice squad up to play. No, it's too, not. It, you're right. It's not. But it just doesn't it seem so bizarre that we talk about this. It happens at the 11th hour. And sure enough, it's a gigantic factor in the game. It, may, it ends up meaning something. Yeah, I know it. I know it. It may end up, it already did. The guy that they brought up for the practice squad, too, I don't even think he was there two weeks ago. I think we just yeah. got him on the practice squad. Because we had fluffed yeah, up our practice squad by other teams recently. So I don't even think he was a Dolphin like, like, like two weeks ago. Right, right. It's, yeah, so it just, uh, you know, sure enough, that becomes a factor. And it was a huge one. You know, you know those things they always say in baseball that the ball always finds the weakness. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it, right. It's really it happens. It just happens. That's a, you know, that's exactly what happened. But but then but then that's 
a lot of the criticism goes to McDaniel because of that because that play was run and it was run to go to him. And you know, he had him. I mean he had him beat. He, him. he just keeps he running it. towards it the post. Like he, it's a touchdown. Yeah, he ran it he ran in on the ball when he should have ran out. It was like he misjudged it totally. Yeah, but he ran he but he made he ran to make contact with the D back. So it wasn't even like yeah, he was, was running in to get yeah. the ball. He ran in and pushed off the D back too. I mean, he could have got yeah. if the ball wasn't ten feet over his head. Yeah. yeah, he would have got. Yeah, I think right. he would have got the flag on that. But it was inconsequential, yeah. I guess, because it was an incomplete pass and way over. You know, but um, yeah. but probably was a pass that was probably perfectly thrown. I mean, it probably would have been you know online. And a lot of the criticism of that is like you said. You know, why, why forget Ezukama for a second. You know, in a play like that, where's Gasecki? Well, why isn't Gasecki why, maybe in like, that? Why, why I mean, that would have been why the, could Gusecki, Yeah, why couldn't Gasecki run that same play? Like, right? Yeah. Where's such like a, a, you know, where, if you don't you like know, the guy blocking, then don't put him in a blocking situation. Put him in a situation where he's the other receiver. Who cares? You yeah. know, every tight end doesn't yeah. have to block. No, it doesn't, and uh, yeah. So, uh, well, what's the what's the status with Wilson on that? Yeah, Ray, right. Why is he not running that play? I don't know. Even Sherfield, sure. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It seems like like when you're going to do a running play, it seems like Hill was out of the game every time. Right. Yeah, and he apologized, you know, which I thought was. I mean, they'll never have a game like that again. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that even comes from. I don't know what you know. Well, he's dropping a dropping a touchdown pass. He was kind of. Is that that why? That That's why he's apologizing like that. I don't I know. What I, else did he do wrong? Not, nothing. Nothing that needed an apology. I I don't know. No, I, I thought it was I mean, kind of strange too. The biggest receiver mistake of the day was Sherfield not catching that touchdown pass. That was right in his hands. That was the Sherfield. Yeah. The one. Yeah. I mean. You know when he was on the ground that hit him right in the chest. Yeah. And bounced out. Yeah. I mean that's it was a yeah. Long ball. I mean, you got to come up with that. That that was a huge play. You know. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of to them. Me, I mean, they just well to me that was a you know that was the that was a big one that was the biggest one you know that was dropped. Yeah, it should have been caught. I mean, it was a dive. It was there, you know, came off his shoulders. It, you know, yeah, it should have been caught. But, um, you know, I mean, they just have to, I guess, get over this and move on and should be able to get back at the form. It's a good football to, team. One thing I don't like about our coach, he, he seems too happy when they lose, you know? Yeah. He's got that goofball persona when they lose, and I'm not into that. You Listen, I, I told you this with Mike McDaniel. He's he's very unique. He's never been anybody I've seen like him. Um, and you know what? That's going to carry real well when things are well. When you win. I think yeah, when, when things aren't well, it's going to wear itself out in a hurry. So. Yeah. Right? Yep. So we'll see. I mean, and I like the guy, but we'll see. Because that, that kind of shtick is going to play itself out real quickly. You know, yeah. when things are, you know, if they don't, you know, turn around or whatever. So, um, you know, I want to harp on a good note, and I'll end on a good note. Dolphins went into one of their biggest games, uh, you know, in, in regular season in their history up there on uh, Saturday night in a very hostile, cold weather situation and showed up. They should have won that game, and it would have been the first time in a long time, if not ever, that they've done that. And unfortunately, um, they weren't able to close it out. But it takes a really good team to be able to get, you know, uh, with the Buffalo Bills, you know, in in, in, uh, under five minutes, you know, in that conditions with a lead. And they definitely had that. And, uh, in fact, under two minutes and and so um you know let's just look for that and and uh buffalo bills now can arguably be the best team in football so you know you're 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 in that class and now they just have to move on and and take care of the screen bay packer team which we'll be watching tonight and uh and then we'll we'll focus on these two division games to hopefully uh finish strong and solidify a, a playoff berth so that's where i'm leaving it rich i don't know if you have anything to add on top of that 
you know, just the, just that, like you know, the Buffalo Bills fans, you know, you know, expose themselves to being the classless clowns that they yeah. are. You know, with the skin falls on the field yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And I think Good point. Long, I think it took too long to be addressed by the refs. You know, it didn't. Yeah. It wasn't until like our players were getting hit on the sidelines and we complained that they actually did anything about it. That's you know, right. I'm glad you brought had, that up. Yep. And they and they, and they, and they need their 23 year old quarterback pleading with the fans to stop, which is you know most yeah. of those people are over 30 in the stands. It's yeah. pretty embarrassing. Yeah. You know. No, absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. It's a good point, and uh, uh, no doubt about it, it was uh, not right. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week, and uh, hopefully, have some better news. Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a